This is How Was Your Weekend with Wendy and Brian. Look for updates at facebook.com slash weekend podcast or H-O-W-W dot A-S slash your weekend. While you're there, please subscribe. There are links for iTunes, Android, and more. Hey, Brian. Hey, Wendy. How was your year end? <laughs> Isn't that cheesy? And no, that was good. I love that. How was your year end? Uh, because it is the last day of 2017. And this is our uh, last podcast of 2017. Plus, it's the first podcast we've done in over <laughs> a month. <laughs> I know. It's horrible. But hey, we end on Lucky 25. Yeah, 25. This will be episode 25, which, hey, you know, if you're looking for 100% and we did 25% for the year, uh, we're well, doing that's, all right. That's, that's um, you know, we didn't start in January, but that's basically a podcast every two weeks. It's a better yeah. than a podcast every two weeks. And we had a very valid reason for uh, the break. You were really busy trying to wrap up some work. Correct. Correct. We had, well, and we started this, we didn't know what was going to happen. And it's turned out to be... um really good. I had people actually uh, texting me and sending me messages over the holiday saying, hey, I'm trying to get caught up because I haven't been able to listen. And I'm like, "Mm, well, it's not going to be real hard to get caught up because we haven't been able to record much. So um, people are listening. And so hopefully we'll take that momentum and and keep rolling with it in 2018. But I have had fun with it. I'm glad that I took the plunge and this little idea that we hatched, uh, you know, over two years ago now soon um finally came to fruition so yeah. it's been fun it's been it's been a lot of fun and uh, i've had people contact me as well hey when are you going to start posting new episodes <laughs> um th- we are right now as you're listening to this it's it's a new episode so merry christmas and happy new year <laughs> yeah, and happy thanksgiving and all those happy other thanksgiving things. other holidays that we missed happy hanukkah kwanzaa festivus <laughs> for the rest of us that's right. Get your grievances out now before the end of the year. Start with a healthy palate. <laughs> um, so we will do a kind of year in review on this episode of uh, what we've what we've done with the podcast. Maybe what we're thinking of potentially doing next year. Being more consistent for sure with our podcast is on my list. No more excuses. Um, but yeah. then just kind of talk about our personal year in review a little bit as well and keep it a little more interesting and non-traditional compared to others, I would say. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about this as we were prepping for the show. And I think that if I were to summarize my personal year this year, I could summarize it as trips and pet bills. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is true. Cause almost, uh, I would say at least 50% maybe of the podcast, we had some kind of animal bill visit issues. So, uh, Let's do a quick recap of how are the pets and the vet bills coming along there, buddy. Okay, so the year started with, I was on a trip to Tennessee, <laughs> yeah, and, and I came back and um, my dogs, Charlie and Chester, uh, were injured, and we thought it was because they were trying to get out of their fence. Mm-hmm. Um, time is very wise, and it, it teaches us many things, and I've learned this year that that almost certainly wasn't the case they're probably fighting mm-hmm. uh, they've gotten into quite a bit of fights this year at least three counting that one and it's way worse than when they were younger and um about three weeks ago charlie and chester got into another fight and chester nearly killed charlie <gasps> oh no so what are you gonna do they are forever separated so right oh, now 
Yeah. You're not going to just try to find them separate homes or something? They're they're like six years old. Nobody's going to want to take a six-year-old dog. And, you know, right now they're crated because it's kind of like before where uh, Charlie had to heal. So we, we just put them both in a crate. So the, the thing is, they really like being crated. God, <laughs> they love, love being crated. That's weird. It's like one of those things if you leave the gate, like if you leave the crate open and they're free to wander, they're going to just like go do their whatever they do and then chill. They will the stay crate. in the crate. That's so weird. I know it is. Uh, but yeah, so we had to patch Charlie up. Um, this time, instead of going to the vet, I hate to, I almost hate to say it, but Kim employed her uh, farmer's daughter uh, skills on Charlie and just patched him up herself. Good job, Kim. Yeah, we've dropped we've dropped nearly $10,000 at the vet this year. Yeah. So oh, this was going to be easy so, to do. Yes, we several thousand more. So uh, she patched him up, um, got him, got the bleeding to stop. We went to um, Southern States, which is a store that sells like farming stuff for animals, mm-hmm. and got antibiotics for him. Uh, cleared up any kind of infection that was going on, and he's doing pretty well right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Charlie and Chester are now currently created again in loving life. Uh, probably once it warms up, we'll put out separate lots for them and they'll just have their own space. Oh, that's nice. That'll be good. Yeah. Right now it's so cold. Holy mackerel. I wouldn't want to be like, I know. I just don't like when animals are outside in this kind of weather. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's yeah. It's it's low of like 13 or something tonight here. It's ridiculous. Guess what? I woke up in Colorado to below like zero several mornings and I was like, hi cows. Like, I'm glad you're built for this, but it's freezing. Um, last month, well, actually last month, uh, buddy, who's my favorite cat ever, best cat I've ever mm-hmm. had, uh, turned up, uh, with an issue on his hind leg. We weren't certain what it was. It started spreading. Um, we took him to the vet. They did a, after several visits, they said, well, let's do a biopsy. Turned out it was cutaneous lymphoma. So buddy has cancer. Mm. He went from being 18 pounds. He's a big cat, not just a heavy oh, yeah. cat, but he's a big cat. He's a big dude. He's a big. I've never really thought of him as being a big cat, but he is literally twice as twice the size of more than twice the size of my other cats. Yeah, he's just built, and he's like he's like a main man coon. Like there, he's built that way. It's not that he's like overweight or well, he, like, he was, well you, maybe a little, but not like you see some cats. Like you know, like. There's some cats that just like stop feeding them so much. He w- he's just a big cat. He's, he's a big cat, but he went in the matter of four weeks going from 18 pounds to 12 pounds. Mm. So uh, he is now on chemotherapy. We're doing it ourselves. Um, so is that oral? or it's oral. Is it- yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's a pill, which I didn't realize it was a pill. Mm. Um, so he's on chemotherapy and um, also on a steroid. It's like prednisone, but it's I don't remember the exact name. It's similar, uh, which... He seems to have an appetite again, so uh, hopefully he'll gain some weight back. I mean, he's not going; it's not going to cure his cancer, but hopefully it'll prolong his life. According to what my reading, what I found out is that there's not a lot of good data on cancer in pets because the data is really dirty. Because people either tend to um, just go ahead and put the animal to sleep, mm-hmm. or it's too expensive. To- yeah, yeah, it's too it's, it's too expensive. Or if it's like an animal that's young or they really love it, they'll fight for it, but there's not a lot of data in between. I think pet research as it relates to cancer probably really has become a greater focus 
in the last 10 years, but in the last five years, for sure. Yeah, well, the vet couldn't tell us a lot. You know, she has no way of knowing the the cancer that he has is incredibly rare in cats. Exactly. Because, I mean, you talk about feline leukemia. That's typical. That's been around for years and years and years, and they've identified that many. But any other types or strands of cancer are very rare in cats. Dogs are more susceptible. Yeah, cutaneous lymphoma is pretty common in dogs. There's good data on that, but there's not good data on this in cats. So, um, fingers crossed. He's still in good spirits. He still loves being petted. Um, He still wants attention. He still wants to lay on me. Is he Uh, still chatty? He's still chatty. He chats a lot. (laughs) If I say Buddy's name, he will meow and look at me and then come over. I can just say his name and he'll just walk over. So, he's he's the best cat I've ever had. So, hopefully, um, hopefully He'll he'll get better. Yeah, hopefully he'll get better. You've had, yeah, like hopefully 2018 is not the year of pet bills and wounds. It sounds like, well, it sounds like old Kim's learned on off. And I, there is a point I will uh, commend her. There is a point where, um, you know, once you've gone through it enough with your pets and certain diagnosis, you can become a bit of a vet tech and make some decisions and care for your pet without having to take them to the vet every single time. And in fact, there is a, that that I've started to read some stuff about here in Tennessee who does holistic care and he he's really great there's a podcast there's all the stuff but he he um talks about that like how you like he gives tips about you don't need to bring your pet to the vet if it's x y and z here's how to cure it like which I think is completely admirable because you know they want to make money and do stuff like that but uh it's really interesting um what he writes and how it's like encouraging people to you know, you're capable of doing some things to help your pet without having to incur the the bill for one, but just feel more empowered to care for your pet in a bigger way, you know? So I think that's cool that Kim was like, I got this. Yeah. I, I mean, got this. She's <laughs> done everything so far short of uh, applying stitches, but she would not be opposed to stitching up something if she needed to. My dad would do that. <laughs> Ed Kaysen would bust out some some uh, sutures on some livestock when I was growing up. So with trips, so you, so your summation was trips and um, pet bills. Pet yeah. Bills. A lot so of conventions, trip. a lot of conventions. I, I'm just was going through. Um, I started off with a trip to Tennessee. Then that was for um, I, I get together with friends. Then the next trip was actually back to Tennessee to Nashville. Mm-hmm. This was before you were in Nashville. Yeah. Um, that was for work. Uh, then I went to Atlanta. Uh, then Kim and I take trips all the time. I lose track of all of them. So these are all like conventions, which I go either just to have fun at or make an appearance at. Um, one in Rhode Island, uh, another one in D.C. And um, yeah, I think that, that this actually year was a pretty, pretty slim year for me for traveling. I did, I never thought of myself as a traveler, but you are. So if you have to and you have to, because I'm going to make you. What was your favorite trip? Um, my favorite trip this year was probably either the trip to Tennessee for work mm-hmm. because I got to experience Nashville really for the first time. Mm-hmm. I'd been to Nashville, but I'd never actually uh, like done, done Nashville, anything. like yeah. gone out, eat all yeah. the great things Went there to are to do. Music Row and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the trip probably to Rhode Island because nice. uh, I just. Providence is a really, really small town, and I got to see most of it. 
and mm-hmm. uh, just it's just nice. I got to go to a restaurant that I really loved. That it's something that I can easily make at home. Is a place called You Melt. It mm-hmm. was it was a it was a place where they just made fancy uh, <laughs> fancy grilled cheeses. Yeah. And um, since then, Kim and I got a panini press, and we've just been trying to recreate some of the the stuff on their menu. And uh, it's not hard; and it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, nice. Pro- probably those two. Probably, probably that. Nice. And so, um, let me think. I think I was just to do what you did, and I some in summary, what was my twenty seventeen? It was um, change. <laughs> really. <laughs> There was there was a lot of change. So, uh change and adventure. Let's put it that way. Like there's just a lot that happened. Um so job changes um which for the listeners, you know, I went through a job change early in the year, moved to Nashville for another job and I am back on the job market out of choice. Um fulfilled some responsibilities at the role that I took on in Nashville and had an option uh, to decide if I wanted to continue um, in that path or try something different. So as scary and as crazy as it may sound, I opted to um, resign and go seek out what else is out there in Nashville. So I'm back on the job market. Uh, so we probably will talk about a little bit in 2018, uh, my experience looking for a new career and how the landscape of searching for a job has changed in the different things since I started looking many, many years ago. So I'm excited, nervous, and all those other things. But change was uh, probably the way to summarize my year. And then, um, but I did some traveling as well. Um, not as much as you, but, you know, I did the yellow. You you, you travel more than I do. My <laughs> The sec- second week after I met you, you went to Peru for like two weeks. You That's travel true. way more than I do. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, but I uh, like my trip. That was a chain uh, kind of thing too. But it was fun um, to celebrate uh, my friend Farah's 40th birthday. We went and spent the 10 days out west in Wyoming, and that was just that was an incredible time to hang out, chill. Uh, and I had just started my job like a couple weeks before that. My officially. And uh, so that was, it's like, maybe that's my thing. I start a job and then within two weeks, I like go on big vacations. I have no idea, but that <laughs> uh, has happened before. So, um, but Yellowstone, the Tetons, like I want to go back. That was, that was an amazing trip. There's so much to see and do and then wildlife and everything like that. But I would say, yeah, change was um, definitely the, the theme of my 2017. So, and not that that's a, it's not bad. And anyways, I learned a lot like I'm and and not just tech like not in a technical way I just learned a lot about myself about people like that I have these incredible people around me to support me no matter what and there's opportunity and there's amazing people wherever you go so uh, it's been a learning so I guess change in learning was like my summary of 2017 <laughs> I didn't have the vet bills I do miss my pets though I miss my pet sitting. I don't I don't need to take it back on because it was so time consuming, but I do miss my pets. You know, like it's one of those things like when I think of you, one of the things that I just always associate with you is the animal science and growing up on a farm. 
it's it's the pet sitting. I just it's my I'm, DNA. It's in your DNA. <laughs> so I am I am looking at whether it's in my next career or part of things is um I'm looking at how to incorporate that into the what I continue to do, not pet sitting necessarily, but involvement in that space. So um so with that said. I don't want to, we don't necessarily want to talk about resolutions or all that other Let's stuff. Let's do that next week. Okay. So goals or whatever. Let's do that. Yeah. But do you have a theme that you hope transpires for you in 20? That's not trips and pet bills. Yeah. So for me, I want to get refocused on and re-energized on a couple of things. I mean, obviously everybody talks about like physical fitness and stuff and, you know, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that goes without saying it's, it's on my to do. But um, I've been in a position for the last few months going back to, gosh, late summer, the late, late, late summer. Now we're in winter um, where I didn't have time to dedicate to the podcast stuff that I mm-hmm. wanted to wanted to have um, just because of some stuff that's been going on at work. And that's ending very soon. Uh, so I want to get refocused on some of the podcast stuff because just the number of podcasts that I've been publishing, it's gone down because I just haven't had time to do it. And I really, really enjoy it. And it's my primary hobby. And if, I mean, you've been here and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people have seen like what my office looks like. It's just radio equipment and that's, that's, it's radio equipment and toys. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just, I want to get back refocused and re-energized on that. So for me, I really want 2018 to be a year of not only uh, doing the podcast stuff, but in, in more incorporating it into my daily life in the sense that I want to podcast more about what I do for work. And oh, okay. I, yeah, we've talked a little bit about that and I think it would be interesting um, because we, we've talked about, we've talked about business on this, on this show and on a show I do with my buddy Dusty, the whole sort of ethos of that show is applying business principles to your hobby I just I really enjoy that sort of line of discussion. I want to I want to focus more on that in 2018. Yeah. So so not only is it fun, but it's also uh productive productive mm-hmm. time that I could even potentially put the podcast on my resume. Yeah. The podcast in general is on like my resume and LinkedIn, but like specifically, hey, if you want to know my thoughts around this topic, click here. I've talked about it for 52 weeks this past yeah. year. That would be you know something like that. That's awesome. Okay, that's a good theme to have. Uh, anything else? No, but I did want. I did think uh, it would probably be worthwhile to talk through some of the things that we talked about all year, and maybe talk about some of our highlights from the year, even besides the traveling and the pets. I like it. Let's do it. So, um, let's, what was our most listened to? The most listened to episode that we did was. Let me get the name of it because the general theme was changing careers, mm-hmm. and it was a. Fairly early episode. We had our friend Heather. Like I want to say in the teens, like thirteen. That's it. You got it. (gasps) Changing changing jobs was the one that we got the most feedback on and the most uh, downloads on. And it was really good. A lot of people think that um, changing jobs is this really complicated thing. And it is if you make it out to be. But um, that one we sort of try to demystify that a little bit from the perspective of people that have changed jobs recently and also from the perspective of people that have hired a lot of people over the years. So it's one of those things I don't even really think about it, but like I was having a conversation with my uh, niece's husband yesterday and he's never interviewed anybody. He's never hired anybody, but I've done it plenty of times over the years. So 
I was just giving him suggestions and ideas. And I'm like, holy crap, most people don't have this, you know, context. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, that, that, that episode, I think really, um, exemplified that in, in the sense that just a lot of positive feedback around yeah. it. Good. Okay. I thought that was, which, funny lucky number 13 <laughs> um so but other shows that we did that had a lot of positive buzz around them um so <laughs> i, I, I want to talk about this specifically so uh our first episode eh, it was okay but uh you know people listen to it and they're like very polite about it except for katie <laughs> katie's like no <laughs> not no, impressed. <laughs> not impressed but uh like I think we started to really hit a good stride with our second episode, which is road trips. And we, yeah. did, uh, that was, that was a fun show to do. It was, but, uh, one thing I like about this show is it doesn't have a specific theme or structure. So we can bounce around the third episode that we did the, this year was, um, a review that we did of guardians of the galaxy volume two. If you remember that we went That's to go right. see that together. Yeah, 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 we did. Now, I, you know, movies are a big thing for me. I love movies. Uh, I oh. love going to see movies. And that was my still my favorite movie all year, far and away. Oh, I agree. It yeah, was awesome. I loved that movie. We did a lot of themes around the show this year. We talked about pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one episode music. was Do You Like Dogs? Music. Yeah. Uh, being standoffish. So yeah. I, one thing, you know, one thing the show has going for it is it's I'm a weirdo. I have, it has variety. It has variety. Uh, like, but I'm a weirdo, and you're not. You're like, eh. oh yeah, we're, we're all weird. <laughs> we're all weird. I am a weirdo. We're like, gonna do it. We're gonna do epi- We're gonna do an episode about being weird. We are. We've been talking is, about it. Is, is it? It's really gonna happen too. Because really, is it everybody's just weird, or is it just that is your personality? So are we missed t- stereotyping things? <laughs> yeah, um, all weird. We all have our little. What are they pick a whatever idiosyncrasy? Yeah, but I was there's like another term for it. So if anybody's listening and they know what we're trying to say, like tell us. Let us know. Pick, at, I think it's like pick a pick a willy, pick a dilly, something at Wendy Kaysen or at B Kilby on Twitter. That's right. I'm sure Heather or Stacy can correct me. Um, let's see here. What else did we talk about this past year? Uh, I think we did a couple book reviews, right? Like oh two? yeah, like um, two book reviews. We did one on uh, subtle art, subtle art of not, not giving, giving an F. F. Yeah, that was a great book. It was a good, it was good a book. Great book, kind of like this podcast. It was just a bunch of random themes thrown together that w- there was like a weird one consistent theme that they could apply to it. It was really just a hodgepodge. Yeah, and then I the I think the other one was the light the like switch. No, well, so we talked about the like switch. Do we review it? If so, we have another book that I think we that at least that I reviewed, which was Rejection Proof. That's so yes, we talked about like switch, but it was rejection proof. You got it. That's it. And we were also going to do one about what was it? Quiet. We never actually got around to reviewing that one. Yeah, we didn't. So we'll probably do a couple book reviews or audible reviews. I got, I, I got a new book for you. I just I just downloaded five audibles because I didn't want my credits to die. So I'm <laughs> good. You've got a book. All right. What is it? Uh, so it, I've been recommending this. This is Dusty's favorite business book. It's actually a business novel. A business novel. Interesting. Okay. It was written in the 80s, so it's very 80s, and it's something that you and I know quite a bit about, so it's kind of interesting that it was written in a time when it wasn't a, a, a standard thing, but it's called The Goal. The Goal. Okay. It's, it's, it's about business analysis, but also buried in it, it's a lot about lean and process improvement. Oh, okay. But it, it takes place in a world where before that was a thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So cool. It's yeah. not going to have, it's going to have a very different perspective than all the stuff that's been 
published yeah. since it's become the thing. There's actually, yeah, and in 2017, apparently, I didn't, I'd never heard of the book, but it was apparently a transformative book, a novel. There's actually now a, a graphic novel version of it. It came out in 2017. I think I'm going to pick it up. A graphic novel. Okay, I okay. We're doing this. We're gonna pick a date and we're gonna do this because I want to talk about this. Yeah, I'm all, this I, I'm, all, I'm almost it, finished with it. Dang it! I'm already starting out behind. Come on, Kilbs, give me a break, man. <laughs> um, yeah, he uh, and Dusty is the one who gave us because we had him on and he challenged us. So we'll accept this challenge, Mister Cambridis, in 2018 to have a podcast about goals and goal setting. And we, uh, I think we have a guest that we we're going to line up for that that we talked to earlier this year, friend yeah, of ours. We'll, we'll continue to have some guests on because I think people enjoy that when we mix it up and bring some bring some interesting our interesting uh, friends on to hang out with us. Speaking of challenges, in July we challenged each other to do different stuff. Do you remember that? Oh, that was that was a podcast. So, okay, yeah. What did we do? Oh, we did. Okay, so we did the challenge. I challenged you to put your phone away for ten minutes every day. I did, and I I don't even know where my phone is right now. It's right over there. Um, <laughs> but I did, and people noticed. Yes, they did, and they talked about it like in meetings and everything else that you were not fidgeting with your phone. Um, this is how horrible I am. I don't remember what you challenged me to I do. I challenged you to listen to some of my favorite podcasts. Oh, that's right. One of which you liked, one of which you didn't. <laughs> that's right. I need to try again because yeah. that one was just, it was long and the guy's voice is very monotone. Uh, that's, that's, that was at one point the most popular podcast. It had the, it had the record for most downloads of a single podcast before Serial beat it. Oh, all right. So now there's the bar. We got a bar. Okay. So we had beat one of your other podcasts. So you listen to the Jim Cornette experience, which is one of my favorite podcasts. It's about a wrestling personality, Jim Cornette, who is crazy, like literally crazy. And mm -hmm. like p people who don't even like wrestling, listen to him just because he's so insane. And I picked for you probably one of the crazier episodes from the year, but I also asked you to listen <laughs> to an episode of hardcore history with Dan Carlin, which I love. I love hardcore history. I've learned so much listening to that podcast. Yeah. Especially about like the fall of the Roman Republic and things. He did like a six part series on the fall of the Roman Republic that was just phenomenal. And I think you asked me to listen to a podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. One uh, one from NPR, I think. Yeah, I think I had, did. Molly Wood, had Molly Wood on it, who I who uh, knew, who knew from other podcasts. Yeah, it's uh, oh, 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 hold on. It's uh, yeah, it was about um, basically like make me smarter. I think yes. Kai yep. Rizdal and Molly Wood. Yeah. Yep, that was. I haven't listened to that one in a while. I need to get back on my podcast train. So I think we'll have some more challenges for for us and possibly our listeners in 2018 because that was kind of fun. That was a lot of fun. And just so one of the things I I am trying to do for 2018 is um do different stuff challenges whatever. Um, you know me. I'm like I've signed up for runs. I've done all this kind of stuff. You're making friends. That was a, that was a challenge. Yeah, making friends. We I think we were supposed to do a challenge in October and that thing fell apart like in a heartbeat, like a bad cheap paper bag. So, um so we're going to have to pick all that back up, but yeah, I've got to I've got to make some friends and do stuff stuff like that. But uh one of the things that I uh put on this list that I started uh was to do um 
you know, do something I wouldn't normally do or that makes me uncomfortable or that I don't have interest in. Like, I don't think I'm going to like. So however the frequent it is, I'm going to try to do something that like whether it's try food that I've convinced myself mentally I'm not going to enjoy or like listen to something or watch something that I think is a bunch of hoo-ha and I have this preconceived notion. (laughs) So you're going to help feed that a little bit as a, as a challenge. I am really excited about all this stuff. (laughs) I have missed talking with you. It's been a boring couple of months (laughs) because I'm a weirdo (laughs) and I do all these things. I'm like, okay, yeah. So you and uh, our friend Allison, I'm pretty sure are going to have a heyday with this little uh, experiment. I'm going to try to do. I really, so I really want to get Allison involved. We've talked about it, but we haven't had her on yet. I want to get Heather back. I want to yep. get Stacy on. You, you're talking about a friend that you have in Nashville that yep. we want to somehow, at the very least, With another Katie. I mean, I got another Katie in the mix. <laughs> another Kate. Oh, God. I don't know that we can handle two Katie's. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll have yeah, we need we're going to get Allison uh into this mix because uh that little that little gym has got plenty that we can in, and if it's anything to challenge me or uh make me uncomfortable that if this is the goal in any of these podcasts, she is on board with you 100%. <laughs> and now that she and I work together again, that I think it'll be easier for uh for this to happen. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like the two villains sitting there tapping their fingers with their evil laughs. I can already see it. <laughs> oh, how about the time we did an episode about DuckTales? Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> um, I actually got a Sc- Scrooge McDuck action figure this week. You did? I, yeah. Where'd you find that at? So, uh, the, I didn't get it at the antique store, but you know, Marino's down the road from here, the antique store. That's connected to um, furniture. Yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah. So I saw one there, and it was like twenty bucks. I'm like, oh man, I've always wanted a Scrooge McDuck action figure, and uh-huh. I checked the price. I'm like, oh god, that's twenty bucks. How much does it cost on Amazon? It was like seven dollars. So I had it the next day. <laughs> and I saw where you posted uh, because we all know that Brian has a love for toys. Uh, I saw where you posted. You bought three Alf puppets. <laughs> Those were actually um, those were actually a Christmas gift from a friend, and you know he he's always said in the past he's ha- he has a hard time picking a gift for me. But honestly, it's usually just go to like an antique store, buy something from the eighties that's weird, and it's usually a hit. And I literally squealed when I saw them. <laughs> I literally too, because. You and I are like the people at work who were like, oh, my God, I love Alf. And everybody was like, what? I'm like, come on, Alf. Like, I crack me up. Like, come on. <laughs> Alf is great. It is good. Just childhood joy. And he eats cat. He's from Melmac, right? Melmac. Melmac. Which, <laughs> do you remember what Melmac is named after? No. Melmac was a variety of uh, material back in the 50s that they would make uh, plates and stuff out of. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's where they got the name from, which makes me sad that the 50s were as far away from ALF as the 80s are away from us now. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, let's not talk about that. That's depressing. (laughs) We were born in the 70s, but the 50s sound like, you know, a million years ago. It it does. It does. Um, So so we've had a good podcast year. We had. So Kilbs, thanks for like encouraging me to do this because I've enjoyed it. I think our people 
have enjoyed it and more people are starting to listen. So we want to keep them entertained in in 2018 and we will definitely have more than 25 podcasts. That's the first goal I'm setting for our podcasting career in 2018. <laughs> yeah, I, I think our goal should be to have one episode per week. And if yes. we if we feel that anything's going to encroach and keep that from happening, we uh, do what we do for the other podcast that I do, and actually what we used to do for this one. We can we can put a couple in a can in the can and have it uh, ready to go uh, in case somebody's we're going to be on vacation or something. Or we could lean heavily on our friends and um, have like a guest co-host, which I have been meaning to do for a month. It's just been an awful month uh, well, with just- stuff. Well, holidays and things happen and people know life occurs or and or we may get super ambitious. And if if the spirit grabs us and there is a fun like 30 minute or less topic to catch up on about the week, we might popped one or two out there. Who knows? We anything is possible. And we we're flirting with the idea of maybe doing a second show. We are. We are. We're going to we're going to. We're going to keep keep plugging away with this goal. So I do have a question that this whole kind of uh, conversation about the ALF dolls and stuff came up. So it was the holidays as of recent, if anybody didn't know. Um, What was your favorite Christmas gift that you got? And what was your favorite Christmas gift that you gave? Like whatever we gave Noah was like just he was so excited when he opened. Like he's so appreciative when when he opens a gift. A lot of kids are like, "Ah, who cares? He we gave him a pogo stick. Uh I have never seen a kid so excited about a gift as he was about that pogo stick. Uh He all but cried. It was amazing. Um, so that was phenomenal. Uh, Mm -hmm. that was just absolutely great. I would say that probably the, the gift that I got that was the the best was either the alf dolls or uh, alf, not dolls or puppets. Puppets aren't Mm -hmm. dolls. They're puppets. (laughs) Or, um, did you see Thor Ragnarok? No. Okay, so... Um, what do you think? Do you think I went and saw that? Because Chris Hemsworth in it. Uh, well, Lady, I Ladies, ladies the, love him. Ladies love Chris, yes, but I, I you know, I can't... Yeah, I need. I just couldn't bring myself... I haven't seen... So the last movie I saw was with my mom on her birthday when I was in Colorado for the holidays, and it was Wonder, and that was a really, really good movie. Last movie it I was saw the- was Jumanji, and I left the theater this morning at midnight, so... Oh, wow. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So, uh, the Alf puppets were, yeah, but so, but Thorak Narok is based on primarily on, um, art and stories, not the story itself, but like the universe created by a, a famous comic creator and artist named Jack Kirby. Okay. Um, Jack Kirby is the most influential comic artist who's ever lived, and he is the co creator of Captain America back in mm-hmm. the 40s. Um, he's called Jack the King Kirby for a reason, and he is just, he is. Technically, when it comes to technical skill, not the greatest artist who's ever lived by any stretch, but definitely the most influential. And he just changed the way the comics were done forever. Uh, so I got a print that he produced in the 70s um, that he would take around to comic conventions to autograph. It's not autographed, but it's a print that he had made that he, I'm assuming, held in his hand at some point uh, of Captain America. And I love Captain America. So um, oh. one, one of those two things are probably my favorite. Um, nice. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, what 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 about you? Um, so that's tough. I think the the I you know there was two gifts that probably tie because of reaction, and I 
get gifts for my nieces, obviously, and so I like to to get them stuff. But they're they're you know they're girls and they love to read and of course they love clothes and stuff like that. So um, toys are starting. They're they're very creative, so they're both into art and things like that. Um, so they don't tend to do toys. They're getting to the age where they don't do toys as much now. My God son does so I still got to do some of that stuff for him and that was fun but the two gifts that I gave that are probably tied closely and one was an unexpected buy was uh, my niece McKinley she loves dogs she doesn't have a dog but she's a little bit like me in that she has this real affinity for dogs and there was a sweatshirt that had this dog face on it in her favorite color which is turquoise and there's like this little zipper pocket at the bottom and when you unzip it, it opens up and it's like a mouth with a bone in it. It's just so cute. That's it was, cute. <laughs> she was super excited about that. So I loved it Was because I was like, this is cool. But then when she loved it as equally, that was good. But I had found this little, little cool book in Barnes & Noble when I was out Christmas shopping and thinking about um, the girls in my in my pack who um, little young ladies that I get gifts for. So there was this book called um, Who is Dolly Parton? So I, <laughs> I I always dreamed of when I was a little girl being I used to tell people I was going to be Barbara Mandrell because Barbara Mandrell show was a show when Not I was growing up. Not Crystal Gale. I loved Barbara Mandrell. Like her and her sisters had a show and I told people I was going to be Barbara Mandrell. But I've always had this, and I, as many people do, uh, just a real interest in, and I think I know she's been put out there more with the movies and stuff that she's had out as of recent, but Dolly Parton, I think she's just a very intriguing, genuine, sincere, incredible person, extremely smart, you know, just all the things that that I admire. So there's this book for children between the ages of, I can't remember, but within the like six to 10 or 11 time or age range called who's Dolly Parton. And it kind of tells her story and it has this very whimsical caricature on her in the front. And I'm like, okay, how funny is this? I'm going to get this for, for these, for my nieces and for one of my nieces and one other um, of my, a couple of my other friends, daughters. And so um, I got a message from a friend and another friend that said, that their daughters were really excited about the Dolly Parton book. So that was cool because it was just kind of a random like add-in um, on top of things that I thought they'd like. So I was kind of excited. So that was probably my my tide for my most exciting giving. Um, receiving, I have gotten to the point with my family where we don't... Um, like me and my brother, my, we've tried to get away from doing gifts and just kind of focus on the kids and focus on my parents. Yeah, Kim and I didn't um, even get gifts this year. Yeah, and I we try to do that, and then we can just spend time together, do things together. Um, but I, oh my God, I don't know. I have gotten some really good gifts, so I'm not sure that I can. Um, I th- I think the other thing is like all of them were very meaningful to my friendship so they all had like something specific so I really want to go to Australia this year to celebrate my 40th in New Zealand so um, Allison gave me books to like kick me in the butt and start planning and get it done Um, so I was really grateful about those and then I received a pair of pajama bottoms that had bears on them (laughs) and I thought it was just a clever little gift from my friend Farah because of my black bear experience in Yellowstone when we were there. 
And so it was just, it was a really cool, just, you know, gift to, to like commemorate a memory. And she still makes fun of me because I thought it was like so cool that I was in three feet of a bear and she thinks I'm insane. So those are probably kind of just like the fun little inside friendship gifts that I got, but I got a lot of cool stuff. People were very generous. So yeah, your gift for me is still sitting in there in a bag. Uh, It's candy. So it's boring. So it's not, it's whenever you're here, you'll get it, (laughs) but it's butterscotch. It's butterscotch. Yes. Yeah. Guess what I bought yesterday. I'm such a kid. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to get on the health kick and do all the normal new year's stuff, like detox from all the junk I've ate through the holidays. But yesterday, and they, you can never find it anymore, but um, they had um, butterscotch pudding at the grocery store. Oh, wow. And they did it so that you could just buy two packs. You don't have to buy like six or whatever. And I was like, I'm doing it. I haven't had butterscotch pudding in like a couple years. Yeah. So I had some butterscotch pudding yesterday. I was pretty happy. <laughs> I'm a weirdo like that. So um, are you going to do after holiday shopping or have you already participated in after holiday shopping? Not really. We didn't get to talk about this because we were inconsistent. Uh, did you Black Friday shop? I did, just not to the extent that I would have preferred because we did most of our shopping this year online. Ah, yeah. I More power to you. I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I know Black Friday shopping for this girl. So to all you people who are committed and do that stuff, like good for you, but this chick's never going to get get unless there is just a deal that i can an offer i cannot refuse not gonna happen so well so 2017's been interesting and we've had some fun stuff happen we've had fun doing this i've enjoyed doing this with you mr kilby i've had a lot of fun and uh i'm actually way more excited for 2018 than i would have originally thought yeah because there's a lot of stuff that we're going to do we've done you know there was a point i'm like oh man we've all the things that we talked about doing, we've done, but the it's just wide open as to the potential for what we can do. And I'm really excited about it. And people really love listening to it. They do. They do. And we we took a we, this was a trial run like 2017 was the give it a try. See what happens. And I think we we found our stride. We're going to get back into it. Uh, we're going to have some interesting things to share, especially with all my new things that I'll be having going on. Um, You know, I'm going to try and do some, get into some of those challenges we talked about with volunteering and stuff like that. So have a lot more different topics to, to bring to the table in 2018, but uh, I'm excited for it. It's going to be a good year, dude. It's going to be great. It's going to be really awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for listening to us. We really, really do appreciate it and hope you continue to in 2018 and we are wishing you and your families a very, very happy new year, prosperous, and all the happiness. Talk to you later. Bye, Brian. See you next week. This was How Was Your Weekend with Wendy and Brian. Please subscribe at our website, How Was Slash Your Weekend. That's H O W W dot A S slash Your Weekend. Please leave a review and tell a friend.